good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where in this wonderful world you might be. Welcome to the North London Derby post game show. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. My podcast brother from another mother, the man who knows what it means to win a North London derby. I don't know what's happening right now with players, but Super Kev's going to tell us what that feeling feels like. Welcome back to the show, my podcast brother from another mother, Mr. Super Kev. Squaddies, big day. North London Derby. What colour is North London? Red. At ease, squaddies. At ease. Okay, you guys. So we usually go live right after the game. Today, that did not happen um, because I was hanging out with the Arsenal America Los Angeles branch and group. Uh, epic group of human beings, Kev. It was superb, and I want to give everyone a little bit of a flavour and a taste because we sent Rebecca Lowe and the two Robbies, you know them very well, Robbie Earl and Robbie Musto, a little message before the game, Kev, and this was the vibe at the Fox and Hounds pub, the home of Arsenal Los Angeles. Two, one. <laughs> Kev, can you hear me? Kev is having a little bit of an internet issue. It carried on like this, you. To get everyone riled up and then Rebecca Aussie, get involved. Re Hi guys, no, not just Hold on, the Rebecca and the two Robbies then send this message to us. Mossy, get involved. Hi guys, no, not just Hi, Hi everyone in LA. Two Robbies Have in town. Big game, big game on. Loves yourself. Love yourself. Good stuff. Keep it go, keep it up. So that was the NBC crew, which is the equivalent of the match of the day crew, sending us that message, which was absolute gold, Kev. Did you miss it? I'm going to play it for you. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Mossy, get involved. Hi, Hi guys. Not just Hi, guys. Hi, everyone in LA. Two Robbies Have in town. Game. Big game, big game on. Love yourself. Love yourself. Good stuff. Keep it going. Keep it up. <laughs> so we sent them a message, Kev, where we were all, all singing. And then you phoned us, which I couldn't get on video because you were phoning my phone. And the yeah. whole place went nuts. And we all started singing Super Kev, Super Kevin Campbell, which was amazing. And it was just a brilliant day, Kev. The 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 LA branch 
of the Arsenal America group are phenomenal human beings and everyone who I met there today, thank you so much for being so kind. It was just worth getting up at, well, actually I didn't go to sleep. I'm still up since Friday morning. So that's how it's going right now. So yeah, bleaching it. You're bleaching it. Yeah. So, so, look, what I have to say is I felt the energy. When I called you, I felt the energy. You know, really, really great to see the video for the LA branch. But what I feel, so everybody's starting to really connect. Mm -hmm. The Arsenal fan bases are really connecting. There's no divide. We're in England and you're over there and there's a massive, you know, divide between us. No, I think we're all coming together. And I think the pre-season helped. It really did help everything come together. So, do you know what? Long may it continue, Soph. We need more days like this. We need a lot more wins. But do you know what? This one is sweet. It really is. It's very sweet. And good evening, squaddies in the house. Kev is on location because he is going to be on Sky Sports tomorrow uh, doing a bunch of games. And uh, I am on Sky. Uh, I'm on TalkSport Breakfast tomorrow, Kev, with Natalie oh, and, and Tony to talk and about the big game. Yeah. Listening. Listen, there'll be plenty of Arsenal talk on Sky from two o'clock when I'm on, let me tell you. There'll be a few callers and Sophie, I hope you can mention Jamie O'Hara. He said on Friday with me and Ray Parler and Alan Brazil, he said Antonio Conte will outclass Mikel Arteta. And Arsenal will bottle it like they always do. So please, could you just say it's from me? Just say <laughs> Kev says. <laughs> where's jamie <laughs> where's awara oh it's so good um i think i'm on at 6 15 or 6 30 but i'll let you guys know i know a few of you are, are asking kev do you know what i've gotten a ton of messages from people about how you put jamie and danny mills and jason cundy in their place and we do we do love i mean we love jason because he's a good friend of the show i don't know danny mills i've never met jamie o'hara uh, but you've been getting a lot of love and from listen, a lot of gooners from around the world. Uh, uh, listen, so let me just say this. They're good lads. They're all good lads, right? But they now have talked some crap. <laughs> they talk some crap. They do. They talk some crap. And, and listen, if they're going to be talking about my club, stroke clubs, they better be on point. Well, Kev, my meeting of very fascinating people did not end with meeting the Gooners at the Fox and Hounds pub because after that, I then got hungry, as you know, and I had to stop off and get myself an English breakfast because I was getting jealous seeing everybody else's English breakfast, especially Marky, um, who's a regular on the show. And then I met this wonderful man. This is Johnny Toffee, as I've called him. <laughs> Johnny has been a Toffee his entire life. So think of this. You're in a pub in the middle of Southern California, and you're the sole Evertonian fan there watching the Southampton game. And then the other side of the room is packed with Liverpool fans watching the Brighton game. 
And I think he was so happy to see me, Kev, because I was giving it. I was giving it. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Big time. And then I told Johnny about you and the show, and he was like, no way, super Kev. I go, absolutely super Kev. I'm going to show him this picture, and I'm going to tell him about you and what a lifelong dedicated Toffee fan you are. And I was so happy for that result for him today. Because when Troussard scored his third goal, it was just absolute gold, Kev. What a morning in Southern California. Oh, but what a day over here. It's been unbelievable. I'll tell you what. Start off with the Arsenal winning the North London derby. You can't get better than that. Everton winning and Liverpool messing up. Oh, my days. Brilliant. Just top shelf stuff. And then on the outside patio of the Harpin, which is just a great place to go watch football if you're near Newport Beach or Huntington Beach, I popped out to just say hi because Chelsea were drawing 1-1. But then as I popped out, Kev, they scored the second goal, which wasn't great. Do you know what? I thought thought Palace would would win the game, to be honest. But fair play to Chelsea, fair play to them. You know, they've they've stuck at it. And I believe they, they dominated the game for long periods, so... Listen, we're top of the league. I don't care about it. We are. I met another lovely young man called Aria, and he was with a very lovely young lady whose name I did not get, but his dad is a Tottenham fan, and I was giving it, and he goes, well, I can't, sorry, fist pump you, because I went to fist pump him. He didn't want to have it, but he was a very super, super cool guy. He subscribed to the show, even though he does not like the Arsenal. And Aria, thank you so much. It was great to meet you and your lovely lady this morning as well. So, Kev, even though we can't stand each other most of the time, it was great to meet some opposing fans. Yeah, we, you listen, we, we don't love each other at all, but we've we've got to exist with each other. That's the, <laughs> that's the whole point. And you know what? All of my Spurs mates who were sending me messages, so funnily enough, they've vanished. I can't get hold of them. Where are they? They're, all the messages this morning will speak to you after the game. Nothing. Can't get them. Unbelievable. I I haven't heard from my brother-in-law, my brother, my cousins, and my nephew. Haven't heard, Kev, a peep out of any of them. I'm just wondering if, you know, they've gone to bed to hide having to watch all of this today, this moment. I don't know. Where do you want to start, Kev? Because I want to start with the party Xhaka celebration. Then I want to get to Xhaka. And then I want to talk about Jesus and how he might be the best pressing forward in the world right now. But then I also want to talk about Saliba, who might be the best centre-back, one of top three, four centre-backs in the world right now. Then I want to talk about um, the young Martinelli and Saka, who came of age, especially in the second half, once again. Where do you want to start Mr. Super Kev, Super Kevin Campbell. I just lost him as I was asking him where to start. He's going to come back. He's in a dodgy hotel. He's in a good hotel, but with dodgy internet service. That's the problem that we have right now. in the middle just calm sure fine here he is again 
I'm trying all sorts for yourself. I like it. I like it. Where, where should we? Sorts. Well, let's start with you, Kev. Let's just start with your overall assessment, and then we can get stuck into the greatness and all the all the doobly what's it. For me, self, it was a is a really good start. We came out the blocks really well on the front foot. Pinned pinned Spurs back. We knew Spurs were going to defend it, but we still pinned them back. And I like I always say, self, when you're on top, you have to score. You've got to assert your dominance. And what a goal it was. I mean, it was fantastic. Jesus was 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 incredible at the top end to start with. I thought all our players were, were superb. We scored a goal, Sophie. Fantastic goal. And probably for the next five five minutes after that, we, we dominate. And then we kind of... Spurs start to get a, a, a foothold in the game a little bit. And then they start to come on a little bit. They start to look a little bit dangerous on the break. And, you know, it is a, it is a North London derby totally get that and sometimes players do crazy things and we should have cleared our lines so let's be honest that mm -hmm. ball should have been cleared but hey listen Richarlison got on it put his put his body in the way and put his leg there it was a penalty definite penalty and I suppose it ain't a North London derby unless Harry Kane scores is it you know but standard I think we, I think we gave, uh, we gave them that that their goal, and for the rest of the first half, it was nip and tuck. I didn't think there was much in it after that, but second half, Sophie, I think we, I think we saw Martinelli and Saka start to get more direct, mm -hmm. and they were they were running harder. And causing all sorts of problems. That then complements Jesus. And we were a different team, second half. So pressure, pressure, pressure. And they buckled under the pressure, so they really did buckle under the pressure. And you know what, Sophie? It is so hard when there's a, a mistake so close to the goalkeeper to get on it. Mm -hmm. But Jesus, he is, I tell you what, he is so lively in the box. How good is he in the box? Not only does he, he use his instinct, he's got to use his strength for Romero. And then he's got to get it away from Lloris and then finish it with his left. You, you watch it again, it's an incredible goal. And that really sets us up nicely. I, I won't go any further because obviously there's other incidents, but we wanted that more than them. I'll mm -hmm. tell you that, so. We did. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know what, Sophie? I don't think, I can't remember Ramsdale making a save of note. Well, in the first half, Kev, which I thought was offside, I thought there were three offsides that they played onside for Tottenham. From the free which kick. Was From the free kick. The Richarlison opportunity, which was not going to be called as an offside because That's I think right. it came off Son right by the penalty um, spot and Ramsdale saved it. That that That's was the only save, wasn't it? Couple punches here and there, but nothing else to write yeah, home about. That was you're right. That was the only save. 
Because actually, I think Ben White was playing them on at the bottom base of the Arsenal line. So, you know, if that was, goes in, if that goes that, in, oh. And if that goes in, Kev, at that point, you know, you know, we talk we about... Dominate, we dominate their first attack, basically. Right. Right. Oh, it came off Zinchenko. Thank you, um, Tewo. It came. I know it came off someone to play him on side, which is why it wasn't called back. And all I, I was fuming at the time because I'm like, how are they not calling this offside? But it, it once it arrived, I thought when it was played, it was offside. But you're yeah, saying it came off. I, I, that's the one I think Ben White was was late coming out just at the base yes. of the Arsenal line, and then it came off Zinchenko. So he's definitely going to be. It's not going to be offside though. Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. Um, Kev, I thought that, you know, people talk about um, how I wanted to touch on this with you first before we start getting into, I'll read some stats and stuff like that, but it was a ridiculous amount of shots on goal for us versus them. You know, we totally dominated. And a lot of people are now saying, well, we'll beat you the same way we did last. That's the argument now from Tottenham fans that I've, I've uh, I've had one response just now, and it says, "Yeah, well, we'll we'll do the same to you at uh, White Hart Lane." They don't even know the the name of their new stadium, and in my mind, I'm like, I can see why people are going there, but they can't now. Is that going to be the narrative? Because you didn't want to give us the Palace win uh, under a resurgent Patrick Vieira who battered us last season. You didn't want to give us the Brentford Brent, Brentford win who humili humiliated us at the start of last season, right? You didn't want to give us any of the other wins in between. And the Manchester United result just grates on me even more now, Kev. But I think, is it not time to start looking at Arsenal based on merit? That they deserve to be credited. That they are really good defensively. That they are a really good unit. Um, that the midfield is dominant, that the front three are just scary, that the goalkeeper is always alert, if, even if he's out of the game. When, oh, when? It's always going to be like, oh, if they beat Liverpool now. Why is it always that way for us, Kev? Why can't we get the credit that we deserve? Have we lost that amount of respect that we need to earn it back so bad? Yeah, because we're Arsenal, Soph. We're Arsenal. And they're never going Never. Because there's all there's always some hurdle we've got to get through and over and under and round. There's always something they're going to be able to throw at us, Sophie. The only way how to quell all the chatter is to win it all. That's the only way. Because if we don't win it or we don't win anything, ah, you've improved, but. But it, 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 you understand that as a player, we've got we've got winners in this team now, Sophie. Three players have come into this this side, and we look froze, But yeah, I think you, three three players, three and players we look. Come in, three players have come into this side, and we look a different proposition. We're not. We don't buckle. When Spurs mm. scored, we could have dropped our heads. Our heads don't drop. There's a great connection between the team, the fans. It's, it's incredible. And that is what we need to leverage on. And I mean that sincerely. I always say it's the players. The players cross the line. But we do need the fan base to support them. And boy, mm. the Emirates, 
was rocking today. Rocking. The team need the, the team need the boys and girls in the stand. They really do. And I tell you what, if they keep performing like that, so they're gonna have no problem getting that support. No problem. A lot of Tottenham fans and Antonio Conte talking about how the red card killed the game. That just sounds like an excuse to me, Super Kev. I don't no, think it Solf, killed the no, game. Solf, 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 don't say that. Let them let them make the excuses. Yeah, just agree. Yeah, of course it did. No problem. <laughs> Unreal, right? Okay, oh. listen, 600 of you in live chat right now. Uh, kiss like nut, headbutt that button. Come on. If there's 600 of you, there should Bump be 600 likes for the Arsenal. Come on. For the Arsenal. Them, Come hit on. that like button. All right. Um, of course, we're going to go into more depth and detail on Monday Madness. Right now, we're very euphoric about this result. We're going to do the player ratings. And to help us uh, do that, we're going to bring in a special friend of the show who understands what I went through today hanging out with the Arsenal America group in Los Angeles. we got Magic Mike in the Magic. house. Magic! Kev, what's up, Soph? What's up, Kev? I love you guys. Kind of giddy. A little bit. Well done. A little well bit. Done. Well done. Hmm. Okay, let's start at the back. Kev, let's go through the team, shall we? And then we could start talking about bits and bobs in more depth. Uh, Rambo really could have made tea and scones today. What do you think, Kev? I thought he did. But you, you put me right, so if you put me right on that save, I, I totally forgot that, about that one. Listen, he'd done what he needed to do, Sophie. His concentration was there. In the past, we've said his concentration can waver sometimes in the big games, and he might make a mistake on a cross or anything, but he was fine, so his feet, the ball coming back to him, he was fine. He picked his passes well. He used his hands wherever he needed to, punching balls. And listen, I get... North London Derby Day, Ramsdale gets an eight. I don't care. He gets an eight. I mean, I mean, he did he did get a hand on that early save. I mean, that 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 ball was going into the net. So I mean hundred percent. Do 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 we I mean, do we just ignore that and say he didn't have anything to do? You go down one nil if that happens, and the the whole game's different. Um you know, he didn't have a ten out of ten because he wasn't forced to be doing a, a ten out of ten. He's an eight. Point one six nine. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a few this morning? Eh? I've had more than a few, uh, and 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 I just Kev, I, I just love you, man. And I, I, I'm glad that you're here, and and so your dedication to this whole situation. I mean, I love that you went out to 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 do it. I, I would have loved the post game from. Fox and Hounds, but I have been there before. I understand how difficult that is. And and I'm glad that you're finally putting this content out. So, uh, De yeah. Definitely. Okay, so Peter Haywood has been blocked. Thanks to the squaddies for letting me know that. <laughs> 600 of you, we need 600 likes because when you play Tottenham and you win 3-1 at home, if not everyone in no. the chat is hitting the like button, we should stop this show immediately. Right, Super Give, give, give us the, you know... Well, listen, I, I won't say we need 600 because there's some in there that ain't Arsenal, I'm sure, right? But <laughs> out of 600, we should get 400. We should. Yes, should. exactly. Okay. I'm sure this isn't the real Gar Gary Neville, uh, of course. <laughs> um, right. Let's get to Kev. 
I mean, where do we start with the most disrespected player in the Premier League right now without question? Benjamin White. Tell me about him, Kev. So many people talk about Yazahas and, you know, these white people and Son's world class. Did you see Son today? Ben Only White. when he was subbed. Only when he ben was White. subbed. Only when he was. Ben White. Listen, Ben White can play that fullback role because he can double, slide into midfield what, what Mikel Arteta wants, as the fullbacks do, and be comfortable there and still deal with Son on the outside. So we've got to give him major props. I didn't think he put a foot wrong. I just thought he came off just to give Tommy Yasu a run out, to be honest, yeah, because great. he was so dominant. Ben White was outstanding. Again, Sophie, for me, Ben White, not going with the England squad, maybe put a little bit of steel in him. So I'll mm -hmm. show you. And uh, he did. He showed it today. And uh, I'll give him a nine, Sophie. I'm very, I'm, I'm being very generous today, let me tell you. <laughs> Listen, when you, I know that the, the game changed when the red card went off, the Richarlison and Son substitutions, I think, were coming anyway. They had, they had no joy. Literally, Richarlison's best chance was the save from Ramsdale, and then, of course, he was the one that won the penalty. But other than that, you know, um, we were so it. solid. Done nothing. So for me, I think because he didn't get chosen, because Harry Maguire went and played for England and made two made two fundamental mistakes, because he's been asked to play at right back, and because he's been ridiculed by so many, he gets a nine for me too. Another performance where he puts in a shift, Magic Mike, and shows everyone that he's a proper baller. Unbelievable performance from him. You can't you can't fault him for anything. I, I'm getting notes from my son, and and that you need to get off camera. I, I, I you know what? Yeah, you got to go. I, I, it's good I, that you popped in to say hi, Mike. Hey, I, I wanted to be here, and 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 now uh, James Madison University have a football game that starts in about a minute or two, and go to go oh, to your son's football game. You go and do. You go and watch that magic, Mike. Great oh, yeah. magic! We, we got this. Thanks. Let me, let me just say something, and, and, and I appreciate you bringing me on. Man of the match, Granit Xhaka. Nice. I, I agree with you. I love, agree with you. Love Granit Xhaka. We, we, we can talk about it if you invite me on sometime soon. I I, I, I can't believe the fucking reunion. Excuse me. The reunion. Oh, my algorithm's gone off now. The reunion and the love for this man. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk, we'll talk you, about you go, you're going to a high school game you might want to rethink that one mike just i'm going, you know, to, a, I'm going to a college game college I mean, okay that's allowed at college all right uh, I, we'll, I, i'll check in with you a bit later say goodbye to the squaddies yes i i apologize for my uh yeah yeah i got i, I gotta go i brought you on because i know you wanted to say hi to super kev so i did i did we'll see I, you. Love, I love my i love my kev i love myself thank you so much take care magic look after yourself Hey, listen, do you know what, Squaddies? North London Derby so, Day, Jeff. It's Derby Day, and do you know what? Damn right, Magic. Get, get it, listen, intoxicated and get happy <laughs> because, do you know what? 
we remember what it feels like when we lost. Do you remember that? So what we were like? Oh, yeah. Yep. So enjoy yourself, Magic. Definitely enjoy it. Listen, Kev, um, and Magic does. He's he's all right. Don't you worry about him. He takes care of himself and he's got... So what um, did you give um, Ramsdale, by the way? I give oh. Ramsdale an eight. Okay. Yeah, eight, eight and nine, right. Um, okay, so next up, so we do these three. We did Benjamin. He gets a nine. Um, what about Gabrielle Super Kev? Let's start with Gabrielle before we get to Billy. Uh, listen, I thought Gabrielle had a really good game. So if, if I'm honest with you, I know the listen, the penalty, he made a mistake, but he was trying to get Granite Xhaka out of the, the mess because unfortunately, Xhaka came back to try to help out. And his touch went to Richarlison. So Gabrielle was just trying to get him out of the... But it happens. And it, it, it Richarlison done well to get his body there, to do so well, manipulate it in the box. It is a penalty. But you know what, So After that, where was the mister? He was solid. He tracked. He headed it. He passed it really well. Listen. One mistake in, in the whole game, as far as I, I'm concerned. I thought yeah, I thought he was excellent. I'd give him an I'd give him an eight as well. Kev, do you think um that kind of mistake away from home could lose you a game? That mistake at home galvanized us, it seemed, Kev, because Gabriel's made two or three errors in the last five games this season. He just hasn't seemed himself. But I do agree with you. The bounce back was amazing. Didn't put a foot wrong after that, really. And so, that's the part of, of the game could. that I've been impressed with. Yeah, but so of course it could put you in a bad spot away from home. But you see, here's the thing. Funny thing, people say it's his mistake. It wasn't his mistake. The mistake happened from the ball going back to Richarlison from Granite Xhaka. These things happen. It was and a bit of a mess at the back at that point. Yeah, it, and, it, and it, it, it was a mess. And Gabriel, last line of defence, so he's got to Made try and put his body there. He's got to try and win the ball. He's got to try and put his body there. Because if he doesn't, what are we going to say? Why did you put your body there? So, listen, we conceded. Mistakes all round. We get over it. But do you know what? After that, Sophie, I thought he was quite flawless, if you ask me. His, his aggression is, is what we need because Saliba isn't as aggressive. He's more tidy up. He'll look, he's composed. But you need one aggressive one. And the aggressive one may make some mistakes. But do you know what? If you have two passive centre halves, you're going nowhere. I'm telling you now, you are going nowhere. Harry Kane and those boys know they've been in the game when they play Gabriel. So for me, he gets an eight. So, do you do you think that's why Arteta? Because Ben White could be considered passive by some, right? Mm. Or, or less, you know, you got the Saliba Gabriel. It could be Beauty and the Beast, and then the reason maybe you got Benjamin on that right. There's that balance. Do you think? that with Gabrielle's tendency to make some mistakes because it's a kind of a polarizing conversation in chat right now in that they think that we need to upgrade on him next season or maybe play Tommy at right back and put Benjamin and Saliba in the center. What's your take on that real quick before we move on to Saliba, Kev, in a nutshell? Play, players, players make mistakes. I don't know what all this nonsense is about 
It's like a player can't make a mistake. Every player makes mistakes. Every player. But talking about upgrading, listen, you best be careful what you wish for. I'm telling you. Because we need an aggressive centre-half who can run, who can head it, and who can track players. And we've got one in Gabriel. So please, stop it about this. He's made mistake, mistake, mistake. Yeah, he's made some mistakes, but who doesn't? I was impressed with... For me, he gets an eight for the bounce back. I thought in the second half especially, he was much more commanding. Um, but, you know, also just to kind of move on real quick here to the next player, Kev. I can't. I just cannot. I don't know. I've never seen. I have. I mean, I'm all over the place. <laughs> this player, Kev. But it's the age as well, Soph, I think. It's the age as well. And the it's fact is his first is what is his first games in the Premier League. Let's have it right, Soph. He's been on loan oh. for three years. His first games in the Premier League. And he looks like he's been there for 10 years. He it's, is. Uh... His stats, his stats, I know you're going to go through stats later. His stats must be ridiculous for this game. It's 100%. It's 100%. It's 99.9. .9. It's ridiculous. But he's... you see, Sophie, here's the beautiful thing that some people may not understand, but I'm going to say it. You need that centre-back partnership of difference. Why do you reckon we're top of the league, Sof? We're not top because it's a fluke. We're top because we've got balance within the team and the squad now. Mm -hmm. And we've had those two centre-halves for all our games. And we're top of the league. Yet people are... It, and I, Say we, we, we're not going to, we, we can't win it or whatever. Listen, I'm not saying we are going to win it. But we're top because we've been the best team so far. Is that is that fair to say? Yes. And I think the biggest difference kind of when I was doing my bits over the last few days in busy North London Derby week, when I was asked, why do you think Arsenal were top? And one of the things you and I talk about all the time, Kev, is that getting players that can have an immediate impact on the team. Because we've had to wait to see Saka marinate, Emil Smith-Rowe, Martinelli. You know, Kieran Tierney hit the ground running when he came in. Gabriel, I think, hit the ground running. Tommy Yasu, Ramsdale, Benjamin kind of settled in over time. But to have these kinds of players which I think are world-class. I'm going to say it now. Don't at me. Gabriel Jesus is world-class. Easy. Saliba is world-class and Zinchenko is world-class. Now, I didn't. we'll get to Zinchenko and we'll talk about him in a minute. But those three players, that quality, that's the difference that has added to the quality from last summer and the players that were there already and have helped improve the team, Kev. Do you, is that a fair statement? That's a fair assessment. They're definitely a fair assessment. And to be fair, self, we needed that kind of quality to come in. Because if you remember, you I remember you saying about Edu. Edu said in his 
yes. one of his interviews last gonna... season that we're going to bring the experienced players in, didn't Correct. he? Correct. Yes. And I mean Zinchenko, he's he's a he's a great player. Honestly, he's a great player. A lot of the things he does will go unnoticed because he just sits there and does the simple things. But it's the simple things that make the difference. Um, listen, it's so Salibar, true, Kev. Salaba, twenty mm. years old, is he? It's crazy, it's, isn't it? It's, it's not. He's nine. He's nine and a half today. So to me, he gets like one, he gets a nine point eight today. Uh, everyone's yeah. putting it in there, right? The nutmeg in the penalty box. Oh, that that swivel and turn and oh, jeez. So, so listen. We've got one here, so and he should be for the next ten years. He's not mainstay. going anywhere, is he, Kev? He's not mainstay. It's a, a two hundred million pound defender right now. Not two hundred million pound. He's no, he's not no two hundred. He's got no price because he's going nowhere. We pay him the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not so We're not a selling club. We keep the quality and add to it. That's what we got to do keep the quality definitely uh you're listening to super kevin campbell right here giving us the behind beyond inside the dressing room lines on the post game what it feels like as a player to beat spurs kev right about now back then the tuesday club are probably ready to go out for the saturday club after a win like that at home are they not just before we get to zinchenko We'd still be at Ivory, I'm telling you. We'd still be at Ivory now. I'm telling you. So you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't hoist us out of Ivory. You've got to milk it. So you really have to milk it. A lot of the boys would have been uh, so merry. Obviously, some of the boys might have had something planned, but a lot of the boys, God, a, a lot of my mates who used to come to the game, Terry Fio and all the boys, were at the game today. And um, I was oh, speaking nice. to them before and after the game. I mean, my mate Terry, I'm, I'm going to try and get him on. So he'll tell you he's been Arsenal fan all his life. Some of the stories he could tell you about being on the inside as a fan. Oh, God, yeah. would be great. But the boys, the boys would have been buzzing. So because you know what it does? So it makes your weekend. And then the next week, we've got a midweek game, right? We've got a Europa League game. Europa League, yeah. You're gonna be you're bouncing into training. You can imagine the feeling. You're bouncing into training. You know that it's like a shot in the arm of joy every morning you wake up because all the gooners are buzzing. All the gooners. That's brilliant stuff. Um, we mentioned him, Kev. Uh, we've talked about him. I don't think it was his best game today. Maybe I'm being a little harsh. I felt like in the first half it was worrying me a little bit. There were some gaps being left on his side uh, that I felt like Tottenham were exploiting. And it was worrying me for about maybe a 15-ish minute spell. But really overall, solid again. Coming back from an injury, of course. And, you know, the international break too. What's your assessment on Zinchenko today, Kev? Again, I think Zinchenko is key to how we play and what we do. Listen, when we play like that, the space is wide. I don't know if you remember in the first half where the ball gets switched out to Perisic, who was clipped on his own virtually, and run into our box and put a shot over the bar. 
when you play mm. narrow, that's that's how you get through. So a lot of the time, because Zinchenko plays a bit maybe higher, that's where they get out. But they didn't really do much down this side. So, you know, having the space and doing something with it, that's now that's that's something different. But I thought Zinchenko again, unassuming, nice and quiet, Sophie, keeps us ticking over. And you know who loves him? You know yeah. who loves him? Two players love Zinchenko. Oh, well, Xhaka loves him. Xhaka <laughs> one. And who's the other one? Martinelli loves him. No. Well, Martinelli would love him. But Thomas Partey. Thomas, yeah, Thomas, Thomas Partey loves him because there's somebody else in there who can control, who's got a bit of control, who plays it nice and simple. You know, nothing too fancy. Just plays it nice and simple and keeps it moving. Perfect for what we do so he gets an eight from me, Sophie Sinchenko. Cool. Gets he gets a seven point five from me today, and I just, you know, again another amazing addition. Let's move to that midfield, Kev. Let's... Hold up. <laughs> Hold on one second. Uh, incoming freight train. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Xhaka train is uh, leaving platform two. The Xhaka train is leaving platform two. Are you on board with this? What a picture that is. What a it. picture that is. <laughs> 700 in live chat, Kev. Why don't you just go from one to the other here with Xhaka and Thomas Partey? The pub went insane. Every well, Arsenal fan location went insane when that first goal went in. Well, I'm going to start with Thomas Partey, Sophie, because a lot's been said about Thomas Partey and his injury record. And, you know, I've, I've, had, I've had people even trying to delete him. You know, he, need, he needs to go. We need to sell him. We need to do this. We need to do that. Let me tell you something. This guy, Thomas Partey, is an unbelievable player both with the ball and without the ball. you We, we only really realise how good he is when he's not there. Thomas Partey, when he's, when he's fit, wow, incredible. And you know what? He's added a goal to his, to his game. He's added a, <laughs> from outside the box, Gouders, right into the top corner against that lot. Brilliant. For me, Thomas Partey, again, he everything that's good about us, he's he seems to be involved in. And and you know what, Sof? If you watch Xhaka's goal, he picks it up in our own half. Mm -hmm. He skips over a tackle, he plays a, a, a ball in, he gets it back, and then he plays away a pass on the inside for Martinelli. Because Martinelli starts on the outside, but he plays the weight of pass on the inside. And Martinelli cuts in, gives it to Xhaka. Xhaka goes back outside and boom, 3-1. Thomas Partey for me is nine and a half. I'm telling you so, the guy is special. And if, if he, we need to keep him fit. <laughs> we need to keep, or we need to get, we need to get somebody else in there who can help. You know, we may need to rest him a couple of times, so but boy, when he plays Sophie, we're a different we're a different proposition when he's there. 
you know, a lot of the times we hear about weaknesses in our team and how we don't have world-class players in certain positions. And we've dreamed of having world-class players in these positions in order for us to even, you know, be competitive in the Premier League again, let alone, you know, mount a challenge. Mm. And we've been jealous of seeing cities player for player positionally, Kev. We've been jealous of seeing Chelsea over the years with those players. We've been jealous of seeing Liverpool. And for the first time in years, it feels like my world-class players can stand up against the opposition. You know, and I put Thomas Partey in the world-class bracket. Is that fair? That, well, of course it is. And, and you know what, Soph? I don't think anybody ever turns around and says Thomas Partey's not world-class or he's not... Oh, oh there are. Or, there, there, or, or, or he's not quality. Well, I've never... I, I, I don't hear that. I think people All think I he's been is... a really good player, but they some people are like, oh, the, the, the jury's still out for me on Thomas Partey. Well, uh, the only thing I hear about Thomas Partey is his fitness. and That's, I he, think, where it falls. Yeah. he's. you got to remember, this is a player who's never never, never been injured, really, in, in, in Spain. He comes to Arsenal and all of a sudden... You know, he's, he's, he's getting injuries. Listen, the demands of the English game were a lot different to Spain. That's for sure. And um, look, Thomas Partey, I, I think I think he's he's world class. Those who don't, that's your opinion. I know. You know you I know, know what, he's world class. <laughs> you know, how much would you have loved to play with him in your midfield, Kev? Listen, that, you you know the great ones, Soph. As a as a as a footballer. Especially as a forward, you see and you 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 watch, and you know who are the great ones. He's a great one. I'm telling you, he's a great player. We just got we got to keep him fit. If we have to rest him for a game, we rest him for a game. And Europa, as... I don't want to see him playing in the Europa. I don't either until, on Thursday until no. until until maybe latter stages. Don't want. I don't even want to see him. Just let him stay. Just yeah, stay home, rest up. Yeah, rest up. play Sambi. Yeah. Just yeah. let Sambi have a have a bang at that. Have a run um, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that game, um, Kev, we've talked about the difference Saliba, Gabriel, White have made at the back, even Rambo in goal. The the difference of the the front three. We've talked about that, but this now has become one of the most important partnerships at the Arsenal Football Club. Your mark for Granite Xhaka today, Super yeah. Kev. So I could honestly say I didn't think I'd be saying this about Granite Xhaka. For me, so listen, I thought he had a super game. Like I said, he made a mistake for, for Spurs' goal. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, so we've got a team and, and a player in Xhaka who has drawn a line in the sand from the past. And he's letting his football do the talking on the pitch. So I used to say, Granit Xhaka gets one goal a game and he doesn't have a sit. Well, he's he, he shut me up, hasn't he? He's rammed it down my throat. He's, he's put me out to pass. He's He's been incredible. Granit Xhaka gets a 10 for me. He's a man of the match for me. So when we needed it and just to give us that extra oomph, who pops up in the opposition box, shifts it onto his left foot. And if you watch the finish, he doesn't just smack it. He kind of hits it with a little bit of swaz mm -hmm. beyond. 
Lloris, great goal, great celebrations. Granite Xhaka, I doff my hat to you, mate. Well done. Keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. And you know what? Keep driving these boys on because, boy, you keep popping up with stuff like that and, and goals like that. And did you see he hit, he hit Jesus with another pass? Yeah. The same, but it was a bit deeper. It was a bit deeper. He hit Jesus and Jesus was just a smidge offside, I think. Right. But you could see he's got that in his head now to be playing forward. When I say he plays like a crab, he plays sideways. He's playing forward now. Ten self, ten. I mean, he was unbelievable. And not only that, like he's gone from I'm a leader to also I'm one of the players of the season so far. And he's relishing it. And remember, um, maybe a week or so ago, Kev, I said, for me, the difference is Xhaka seems happy again playing for Arsenal. Yeah. He's... You know, um, there's a comment here. Where is it? I want to put this up because I think it's actually quite important from let's have a discussion. Xhaka is an example for those who feel defeated in life, like they've lost everything and give up. The guy's just brilliant. Love Xhaka. You know, the overcoming of adversity. Dublin Guna says, Xhaka, the ultimate redemption story coming to a cinema near you. It is quite unbelievable. Kev, I don't know if you've ever played with a player in your career at Arsenal, Everton, um, Forest that has had this kind of redemption story to 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 from going from mm. loathsome to loved. I I don't I don't know. I'm not sure I can pinpoint. Yeah, maybe player. not. Maybe not with the Arsenal fan base, mm -hmm. but with other fan bases. Remember the Tony Adams? Do you remember all the donkey chants and all that? Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. They were horrendous. But focus, focus. And I believe Granite Xhaka is refocused. He's seen who's came himself because there's nothing better. Remember, Granite Xhaka should be sold. Da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah. And listen, we said, I always said, if he wears an Arsenal shirt, I'll support him. But I don't like what he done. He shouldn't have been at the club. But Sof, he is producing. He's seen who's coming in the summer. And... They've seen how everybody is in on the inside. Sophie, <laughs> Granny Xhaka stepped up a level. He stepped we've got up a we've level. We've got Switzerland Xhaka now, don't we, Kev? Yeah, Sophie, he stepped up a level. I could tell you that much. Well, is it Switzerland? Does he score that many goals for Switzerland? No, but the, he... the way he plays. No, yeah. Yeah. But, but you, need, you need players around you who can protect your position as well mm -hmm. because granite jacket used to play in the midfield holding he's not he's not he's not quick enough to get around he's not yeah. quick enough to get around and he used to play safe a lot of the time had a good switch of play but that was about it now we're seeing a different player so he's a different player he's got players around him now who he trusts zinchenko he trusts party trusts him he trusts Martinelli now, so you can see that. Mm. That's why he's, he's he's pushing. He definitely trusts Gabriel Jesus. When yeah. you've got trust, it's like any line of work. When you've got trust in the people around you, you can do your best work, and that's what we're seeing. And we and one of the things that we have discussed 
um, with the squaddies too is our lack of building around having world-class players at that time santi alexis sanchez meza ozil you know not not understanding or recognizing the value of Giroud, you know playing i will give and everyone in chat a lot of people in chat are also giving Mikel arteta credit for shifting his position but also creating a team where he can play that position as well but the biggest credit goes to the player 100 the player's got to do it yeah the player's got to cross so you know i get people going crazy when i say you cross that white line you've got to work it out you've got to do the business because it would it would be easy to just say oh it's because of this decision that decision no granite jacker is showing and performing and proving what a really, really good player he is. So, and you know, you, we all have to give him credit for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, forgiveness does not change the past, but it can change the future. Well said, Double T. Mm. Very good. Yes, it's not easy for a lot of people to forgive or forget, but it, it you know, it definitely uh, helps going forward look at and this what mark do you give jacker so i'm going to give jacker a 9.6 which would take him a point one ahead of um saliba but i no, might just no, give them no you said 9.8 saliba okay so i'll give jacker a 9.9 <laughs> and also someone said amira said zinchenko is the fanboy in all of us remember how he reacted to saliba's goal and now look at how he's Thomas <laughs> Partey. So, so, Gold. so at the end, I want you to. I don't know if you've you've got it. Have you got the the huddle picture? Yes. But I want it at the end. Okay. I want to. I right. want to show you something. Right. Okay. In the All right, perfect. Okay. At the end. Right. Who's next? Um, captain. front three. Cap. No captain. Oh yeah, Marty. How can I forget about Marty McFly? Yeah. The the, the 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 circus conductor. Yes. The circus conductor. Have you um, noticed today he was shooting as well? So did you know? Yeah, he was. That? He was taking some bad shots as well, though, Kev. Yeah, I want him to shoot. But, <laughs> but, but, he, but he was shooting. <laughs> that, that that means a lot because you know what? Vieira come in and he hit one, didn't he? And all of a sudden, <laughs> he realized. But, but Martin Odegaard is such a such a smart footballer. So he, he really is. <laughs> He is. Listen, as somebody just put the orchestrator there. He is. Mm. He's a conductor. He's an orchestrator. He, he he gets hold of the ball and he lends it and he gets it back and he moves people around. This listen, I, I'll give I'll give him an eight today. So, not sending him. Obviously, he wasn't playing at Brentford, but to come back in, captain performance again doesn't need to be vocal, vocal, vocal. Do the business on the pitch. Do it with your feet. He's excellent. He loves the Arsenal. Oh yeah, he loves the Arsenal. And you know what? You can see he loves he loves being captain of the Arsenal. And um, some some of his some of his one and two touch play self. Honestly, I'm just like, do you know how hard that is to do and to see some of them passes. It may look simple on the TV because you know you're just watching it, 
but it's hard when you're in the heat of battle. The guys, the guys, quality. quality. They were. I give they, yeah, um, Tewo, I hear you, but this is what people said about Nuno and Sambi as well. Let's just put a plug in that for a minute, okay? Odegaard is an established player. Vieira is still making his way, even though he shows these glimpses of real immense, immense potential. Odegaard's um, got how, how many goals? Has Odegaard got three goals this season? Is it three or four? Maybe three. three, or, three. Yeah, three or yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. So listen, he's doing his bit. Don't worry about it, Taiwo. He's all right. Also, Kev, you could see him. I was saying to MK, I go, could you see um, Odegaard? He's salivating with this team. He doesn't know which pass to pick. Where do I go? Do I go this way? Do I go that way? Do I go down the middle? He was like... Whereas you remember last season, Sophie, he struggled sometimes to find a pass. Mm -hmm. Now he's got passes in abundance. He's like, as you say, salivating. Which one do I choose? I could have got so many options. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, he gets an eight for me as well, Kev. A nice eight. Um, who do you want to do next? You want to do this guy? Yeah, let's do let's do Gabby. Gabby Martinelli. Oh, super, Kev. What do you what do you think of Gabby? So again, I for me, I think it's testament to this young man to be starting for the Arsenal so young and have the audacity to not only play well, but to step it up so much in the second half that I think Emerson Royal <laughs> had had enough of himself, if I'm honest with you. He's <laughs> so petulant, that challenge. No, uh, yeah, I think he'd had enough of him because... Yeah. This guy, is his engine is ridiculous. He's up and down and he's not giving you a moment's peace. I think I think Emerson wanted to slow him down a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, But I thought, I thought Gabby was excellent. I thought Gabby was eight and a half today. Um, stepped it up, especially second half, so. Really yeah. stepped it up in the second half. Much better First in half, the second half. He made some good movements, but they were really in a low block. Made life a little bit difficult for him, so he had mm -hmm. to keep coming. Uh, back on his right. But second half, I thought he, he he used it well. He got his head up. He played balls into people's feet in the box. Got beyond them as well. I like it. Eight and a half for Gabby for me today. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the same. And Kev, I'm gonna say the same about Sack. I I completely agree with yeah, everything the same, you said Sack about Gabby. Because it's it kind of mirrors, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. I felt like they were both suffocated a little bit in the first half with that low block. Couldn't really break through. Maybe should have made passes a little bit sooner than they did. Half time, whatever was said in the dressing room, came out much more composed, looked up more, hit the pass more, but also took chances earlier than sitting on that ball, looking for the perfection of a pass, Kev. Yeah. I thought they were both very, very similar today. Yeah, but I, I agree. I give both eight and a half. I thought Saka, Saka done really well coming back on his left because they were banked up on him. And there was one run in the first half, if you remember, where he's run from the left-hand side, right across the box. He's run all the way across the box until the, uh, uh, the left-hand side. And he, I think he passed it to Gabby Martinelli. Look, we know these young men are still learning the game. There's still a, a, a the potential is frightening. Mm -hmm. These Both these youngsters 
starting for Arsenal. They're making a, a big noise. And they played their part today in Arsenal beating Spurs, especially in the second half, where we needed to step up. These two youngsters stepped up and, boy, did we, did we give them a beating. It could, they got off lightly at 3-1, so Spurs got off light at 3-1. They did. They, they, they did. And it was, uh, Liz, you're right, the Saka's ball into the box that create. It was a shot, actually. Shot. And Lloris parried it away. And then, wow, that was embarrassing. That was... Uh... But you know what, Sof? It's Saka's, Saka's confidence to go at the three players in front of him mm -hmm. and yeah. then get a shot off that the goalkeeper couldn't handle. That's the confidence. Whereas first half, he probably would have passed it off. Second half, being a bit more direct, being a bit, have a bit more devil in you. Go on, go at them and have a shot. And we saw what it, what it, what happened. Brilliant, Kev. Also, I noticed today. I know it's weird because Martinelli's, you know, twenty one now. Saka's, you know, he 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 he's, you know, become of age now as a young man. In the last year, they feel like they've sprouted and matured like greatly. The two of them, like men. You know, yeah, men don't stop growing in height until 21. And it just seems like they've both sprouted over the last few months, even over the summer. And it's incredible to see their evolution. It really is. Uh, two of it them is sandwiched. It is, it, is, it is great to see the evolution, so. But you know sandwich what? Sandwiched between this guy, Kev. I'm going to well, just they, let you they know about this guy. him. Okay, they so... They sandwiched this guy, right? So I'm just going to let you roll on this. I want to ask you one thing because I saw a tweet from Hugh Wizzy. Um, I love Hugh's stuff. And Hugh said, asked his audience, is he the best pressing forward in the world right now? Kev, uh, well, he was another, one like, Saliba, another <laughs> one like Saliba leaves me a little bit breathless. Talk to me about Jesus. So... He's he's the ultimate player. He's a number nine, and we used to we, listen. Last season, we used to wax lyrical on what and what Lacazette used to do. You know, holding the ball up and is is you know, what he does for the team is so important. But this guy's another level. He's he's another level link play because not only can he link, he can turn, he can beat his man, he can drop a shoulder, he can score, he can drift. Press, I've, there's no forward like himself. There's no forward like him in the Premier League, the way he can press. And so, even when he's in defensive positions, he's like a defender. It's incredible. He, he tracks people. He makes challenges. He wins the ball. And then he, he can drop a drop his shoulder and shimmy past people and get fouled. I mean, the amount of fouls he gets in a game, so. You know, we got to, listen. I know he's young and sprightly and all that, but I, I don't like him taking too much punishment. I don't like him at he's all. Taking, taking a lot, isn't punishment. he? He's taking too much, so I don't like mm -hmm. it. So I'd much rather him stay a little bit further up the pitch if we can. And not you remember I asked you that question the other day, didn't I, Kev? About yeah. that there was a pass by Saka that went right across the box. And it was the perfect example of Jesus being a bit too further up the pitch because of his pressing, 
versus being there to get on the end tap of the second. And I'm I'm not having a go at Jesus at all. It's just the role he's playing. And I asked you, I'm like, I hope he doesn't get overly exhausted. Like it's a lot of work, Kev, week in, week out to be it playing is. like and, this. And as you saw, so the manager took him off. Take him off and let him have a rest. Yeah. The game is won. The game is won. Take him off. Let him have a rest. Because you know what he's like. He would be out there. I mean, he took a bad tackle on the ankle. Um, Very bad. No, he was he was hobbling at the end. And, you know, he's one of them. Wrap him up. Keep him out of the midweek, get out of the midweek game. Definitely. You know, Liverpool's your your target, Gabriel Jesus. Um Sophie, for me, he's nine, he's nine and a half. He's he's the ultimate scored. Probably could have had a hat trick. I mean that that chance he he, he fashioned in the first half where he's chopped it. He's got oh. in the box. I mean, he's gonna get he's gonna get one of them because he done the same thing at Brentford, hit the goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. Done the same thing today. Goalkeeper saved it. One of them's gonna go in, and he had a and a good chance with a header, which he put wide, which. I think he had the ankle at the time, maybe. Yeah, so maybe but there was the challenge free. before. He was feeling that when he sprung yeah. up, I don't think he yeah. quite got it the way he Yeah, maybe he couldn't he get the spring. So, uh, but here's the thing you see, Solf. When we're talking about these guys, and we're not perfect. No, nothing's perfect. But so, we won comfortably today. That's against a rival. First versus third. We won comfortably. And I know we're going to have tougher games. Of course we are. But this is the evolution of our Arsenal here. So this is the Big evolution time. of our Arsenal. Brilliant. I feel it. And you know what it is? I don't quite think, because of where we've been, it's quite hard to believe. You know, when you've worked so hard for something your whole life and then you land this job and it's like the dream job and you're like, I'm finally here. I've got the window office. You know what I mean? You've got the whole trimmings, Kev. You've got the car, the bank account, the, exp the expense account and everything. And it feels like that's this Arsenal. We've got the expense account. We've got the window. We've got like the souped up furniture. We've got the driver. I mean, yeah, so far. Yeah, but you know something, season. so it's funny you say that, but that's when the hard work begins. Mm-hmm. To stay there. You've got to maintain it. How do you keep the corner office? Exactly. How do you keep the person who sees a target on your back from not mm -hmm. taking your spot? That's where the hard work starts. Indeed, it does. Right. So for me too, um, just because of what he does without the ball, I find him ridiculous. You know, I, I just can't stop watching. I can't wait to watch the game again. When we get off air, I'm going to put my pyjamas on. And I'm going to make a cup of tea and I'm going to watch that game from start to finish all over again. And I'm going to come prepared on Monday Madness to ask you a whole bunch of other questions. Because Good. this is, you know, you're in the euphoria and the moment of the North London Derby, Kev. You're just riding on that wave. You're in the pub with everyone. It's just amazing. Sitting back and watching it, you're going to pick up um, a few bits and bobs. And Chris, we love his smile too. What about the gaffer? Well, let's let's say the subs. Let's oh, the say subs. subs. Sure. The subs. They will get a seven and a half. So just <laughs> Why not? just for being just for being there. So 
<laughs> I thought Sambi came on and done pretty well in midfield. Yeah. Um, I thought Eddie, Ed, Eddie ran his socks off. I think the Vieira, everyone coming on, done their part, didn't it? We we didn't we didn't look in danger at all. I know they were down no. to ten men, but we've seen ten men sometimes give eleven problems. Oh yeah, but and it, sometimes it was, nick a nick a point or a goal or whatever. Yeah, give. nick a goal and it, it gets hairy. But listen, we, we we they were good. I give them all a seven and a half. With um, you, North London derby day. Mikel Arteta, listen. I've got to say, Soph, we're starting to see his team properly now. And I know it's taken some time to get to this point, Sophie. But we're here, but we're here because we're the best team so far in the league. Many more hurdles and trials and tribulations to go. But this manager knows what he's doing. The recruitment's right. The team spirit's right. The backroom staff are right. And you know what, So, When you get things right, you tend to get it right on the pitch. You get it right off the pitch, you tend to get it right on the pitch. And we're, we're, we're riding on a crest of a wave at the moment. And long may it continue. I never want it to stop, So, Never want it to stop. Mikel Arteta, North London Derby win, especially after losing to them at their place and the manor. You get a 10 today, mate. Well done. Yeah. And this is why I think going to theirs is going to be different. Because the way we played this time against them is very different to the way we played against them in the second half last season at home, where it got a little squeaky bum for a bit, didn't it, Kev? Yep. Ramsdale yes, it made a couple of amazing saves. With these, with Zinchenko and Jesus and Saliba going to their place this season, I think that's a bit of a different game, Super Kev. Just a tad. So, listen, that game at the back end of last season came, we weren't prepared for it mentally. I think mentally, some of our players were not prepared for the intensity of it. Agree. Gained, gained a lot of experience and they learned from it, so they've learned from it. And the hurdles that we've had to come over this season already, Crystal Palace away, you know, you go down to Bournemouth and you you, you dominate, you play a Brentford away who have beaten Manchester United four, who are flying high, beaten Leeds five, and you shut them out and you take it 3-0. And then you come up against, oh, you've played nobody. Okay, come up against your big rival Spurs and you take them out pretty convincingly. So... Fair play to Mikel Arteta, the backroom staff and the team. North London is red. They've deserved it, Soph. And you know what, Sophie? This team is only going to get better because we're still so young. Brilliant day. Absolutely. The days that make you love football. Why you love football? Why you're a football fan? It's the perfect ending to what was a brilliant performance and especially to stop the narrative. Who have they played so far? What? Who, where, what? Who have they Stop. Your lauded Tottenham, your Antonio Conte, beloved team, everybody in the media and the pundits. Oh, they'll be different. They're not going to be Spursy this year. They've got Conte. Okay, fine. There's a long way to go this season. 
but I think there were the the, sh the darts were sharpening again. See, they couldn't beat United, they couldn't beat Tottenham. Well, now we've thrown it in the mixer again, Kev. Top of the league. I mean, and at hey, what point? So now it's you Liverpool. know it's going to be. We go again. You know it's going to be. Let's see how you do against Liverpool. You know it's going to be that. So hey, bring bring on the challenges. All we can do is is meet the challenges and 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 beat beat the challenges. So let's see if we could beat Liverpool next. Because if we beat Liverpool next, people are gonna have to start taking us serious. Yeah, really serious. Definitely. And listen, don't let anyone take the jam out of your donut today, Gooners. You enjoy it. You just let it go everywhere. You have a brilliant night, a brilliant afternoon, morning still, no matter where in the world you might be. Soak it up, drink it, caress it, cuddle it, hit the like Love button it. on your way out. Love, Love it. it. <laughs> Kev, as a player, you're leaving the stadium, you're driving home. I ain't left yet. Okay, you're still at the stadium, but when you do get in your car and you're driving home and you've I won't be driving. You've been waiting. Oh, you you're gonna be getting the tube. You're not getting the tube. No, Kev. I wouldn't be driving. Somebody else will be driving my car, <laughs> mate. Oh, no, no. Yeah, when you're in your car, yeah, go on. When you're in your car and you're taking that ride home and you've had that kind of day with your fans as a player, what are they thinking right now? What's 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 Benjamin and Saliba and Jesus, what are they thinking right now? thinking it's a job well done so at the end of the day it's only three points but they know the importance of this game for the fan base for for the bragging rights and a lot of the players who were involved at the back end of last season Sophie this just puts a marker down we're better than we were last season we're better than we were and you go home and you go home feeling a lot better about yourself and this team. Remember, they were one of only two unbeaten sides in the Premier League. So, and yep. those teams were second and third, and we played the team in third place. And let's be honest, like I say, it should have been more than more than three-one. Should have, yeah. But should have. You know we'll we'll save it for hopefully in the next the return leg. <laughs> We will, for sure. Super Kev, thanks for jumping on. I know it's been a crazy busy week for you. Uh, lots going on football-wise. You're working tomorrow too. Uh, on Sky Sports News or on Sky Sports News? On Sky tomorrow, Sports Kev? News, yeah. Uh, from 2 o'clock till 4.30. I think I'm, I'm covering the Leeds-Villa game from, I think it starts 4.30, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. So, so before that, plenty Arsenal. All right. Awesome. So you guys can catch Super Kev on Sky Sports News tomorrow. I will be on TalkSport Breakfast with Natalie Sawyer and Tony Cascarino at 6.15 or 6.30 in the morning. I think it's 6.30, um, but I'll tweet it out as well. Uh, it has been absolutely epic. What a brilliant, brilliant day. There'll be more to come, a bit more in-depth, because you know what? When you beat Spurs, the conversation does not just end in the post-game. You ride it, it up to ends. the European game later on <laughs> in the week. <laughs> Keep it going, Gooner. Keep it going. Squaddies, man. I'm telling you. Milk. Yeah. Over milk. to you. <laughs> right. Squaddies, we Is love that you. that picture you wanted, Kev? Hey, look. Look at all the serious faces. 
and look at Zinchenko. What does he know that we don't know? He's a fanboy. Look at him. He no, he's got a smile on his face because he knows so. He Either knows that or he what's just about fired. to go down. Jesus is doing the team talk and Zinchenko's smiling because he knows what's going down. So look at that. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, he's so good. I love it, Kev. All right. Why don't you take Brilliant. us out, Super Kev? All right. Listen, squaddies, again, love, love, love the win. Love North London being red. Tell your loved ones you love them. And you know what? Milk it for all it's worth. I call it be cool in the gang. Celebrate. And you know what? If they want to come at you and talk about you celebrate too much, celebrate good times. Come on. Keep it going. Squaddies, at ease and have a great weekend. At ease, squaddies. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. The Highbury Squad is powered by Zenith Coins. Support the future, treasure the past. Official licensed partner of the Arsenal Football Club. Follow at Zenith Coins across all social platforms.